because obviously most men were raised, let's say, let's say by women who just do everything Mm -hmm. that they just weren't like not giving the opportunity to learn how to do this stuff. And now they just are like walking around as grown ass men incompetent. And that's why it's like, we have to literally teach them. And I think there has to be like a little bit of time where it might drive you nuts to let them figure this shit out. Probably. But in the long run, it will be better. This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. <laughs> All right, everyone, welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast. It's Christina and Rayanne. Rayanne is gearing up to go to Stagecoach and we are very, very excited. Well, I'm excited for you, but I know I'm very excited. I am experiencing like the most intense FOMO right now, but I'm very, very happy for you. And I hope you have, I know I have a wedding. I have a wedding. I know, I know, I know, I know. Which I'm excited for too, actually, but yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be so fun. I mean, I'm not saying it's it's on Stagecoach. It's not, it's not, it's not. But I'm excited. I haven't been to a music festival since I've been to one music festival, which was Lollapalooza in Chicago, like forever and ever ago. But I'm really, really excited. I think it's going to be a blast. I've got so I packed, you know what I was last night I packed and I was like, how am I going to pack for Europe? I have no idea when the, I feel a full on checked bag for a weekend, but, but same, here's the thing same. I brought options because I've never been to a festival before. So I'm like, okay, well, what if and I brought like eight outfits probably for, for three days? So yeah, that's why that sounds fair. And like eight pairs of boots. Yeah. Just cause I need options. My feet are hurting. Listen, you know, you're with, you're in the right crowd. Okay? You're in very good company right now. At, but with that said, I'm the world's worst packer and like an extreme overpacker. So you'll be fine though. Yeah. It's so, better to be prepared. Someone asked me, they were like, can you share tips on how to pack for Europe? I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I w- you should never take advice from me on how to pack ever. Agreed. 1000%. Ever. 1000%. I, I, it, we'll have to come back to this conversation as it gets closer. Cause whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, anyway, what else is going on? We're going to New Jersey this week. So I'm I cannot believe that's this week. I know me neither. I cannot believe that. I'm really excited about that. We'll be there for Mother's Day, which will be fun to Aww. celebrate with the family. And then, um, it's funny, like the past couple times we've gone to New Jersey, Steve and I do like a little vacay in between. Um, and we were planning to do that this time around with like my family, but no one has planned anything. So we're like, okay, we're not going. And now we're all going to Greece over the summer. So instead, Steve and I are just going to do like a couple days in New York City, which I'm like so excited That's going to be so fun. I'm like, wait, this is like New York. It'll be so much fun. So we're going to do that. And then I'll do like some work meetings there. And then I think we're going to go down the Jersey Shore with my family, like my sister and my, my brother. So it'll be, I'm really excited. It'll be fun. And just so to like, fun. Nicholas is just at the best stage right now. So I cannot wait for my family just to like eat him up because they are going to die over him. Oh, he's the cutest. It's so cute. He like says Papu now. Oh, which, he, is, which is grandpa in Greek. So he'll talk to my parents. He'll be like, Papu. It's so my dad and my mom melt. My mom's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he gave a kiss. Oh my God. The other day, I about died. He's the best, you guys. I wish oh. everyone could like hang out with him for a day. It's so fun. Um, but yeah. What about you? What's going on besides stagecoach? Well, this is, I'm just going to go into my obsessed because I have yes. a little bit of a rant because okay, this hear. is what's been going on in my life. Yeah. 
So I shared that. So I've been thinking about going off hormonal birth control for a while, a long time now, yeah. like six months, probably. I feel like even longer than that. Probably even longer. Yeah. Um, and I have been like doing a lot of research on it and like, basically I've decided there's just never a good time to go off of it mm-hmm. because of what potentially could happen to your body but you just don't know because everyone's body reacts differently. So my IUD was, was I've had it in for five years and you have to either get it replaced or just taken out after five years. And, th- and this was the time last month actually, but they couldn't get me in. So I was like, Oh, do I really want to do this before I'm like traveling, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? There's never going to be a good time. I just, cause I don't want to get another one put in, you know what I mean? So I was kind of at this, like, I got to get it taken out when another one put in or whatever. So it just has been really pissing me off the fact that women have to do this shit because yes, I think birth control is an incredible, incredible tool, but hearing what women go through going off of hormonal birth control, I'm talking hair loss, acne, anxiety, depression, weight gain, like just to name a few how, and it's like, we're put on this when we're 16, when you're not thinking, Hmm, what, what is this going to do to my body? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I just think it it was just really pissing me off that as women, we have to like, this is on us. Okay. So this is so interesting to me. Cause like, as you know, I've never been on birth control. So like, I just don't have that experience. So like, why did you go on birth control to begin with? So I went on birth control when I was in college because I was having sex with my boyfriend. So so you feel like, so do you think that most women go on birth control as because of they're having sex and they're active? It's not like because they have like insane periods or cramps or like, I know a lot of my friends who went on birth control was because of like their acne. So to control their hormones. I think a lot of people go on it because of acne, Mm -hmm. but I think that after reading what I've learned about it, that should not be the fix. Mm-hmm. for acne. acne right that's so insane it should not be that's so freaking insane it should not yeah. it, um again i i am not a doctor i'm not an expert and i would love to do an episode on this i really would summer. love to do an episode on it um the book i read is your brain on birth control and she talks i'm really blanking on her name right now sarah hill she talks a lot about like, okay, like if her daughter was going to go, she was like, I would put her on the copper IUD, which is a non-hormonal because it is a good tool to not get pregnant because having a baby, the cost of having a baby, the toll like on your body, like there are consequences to that as of well course. that you a hundred percent need to consider. Yeah. But I just think it's messed up that we're never taught There's about how to track your cycle, right? Like tracking your cycle and knowing your body is such a powerful tool. And like, it's so crazy. Like you can learn, we can teach our girls, young girls, how to do this and we can learn how to do it. But the fact that I'm only learning about it at 28 years old, because like I'm seeking it out is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. That is crazy. Um, so did you that's get, where I've been at. cause I know you've been sharing it on social. Do you, did you get anyone saying like, Oh, this is irresponsible for you saying that because Mm-mm. okay. Cause I felt like one of your stories was in response to stuff like that. And I wasn't sure. I think maybe I got like one message or something. And I just wanted to reiterate. I always feel like when I'm talking about this, like I shouldn't be your main resource for making this decision. No influencer should be your main resource for like making a decision like this. Totally. But these are the conversations that I'm having with, with, with you, with my friends in my life. Mm -hmm. 
because it's taking up a lot, this has been a really big decision. And so I want to have that. And I would say it was wild to me how many women responded and said going off hormonal birth control was the best thing that they've ever done. The process was a shit show, Mm -hmm. but afterwards the best thing they ever did. Okay. That's amazing. So, but, but it was so crazy. So I got my IUD out and then that night I had the worst fever, chills, headache. And you obviously think it's from that. And I was like panicking and I was like Googling it. And it was like, if you have these symptoms, you should go to the ER, like go. And I'm like, and I didn't, I was like, I'm going to feel in the morning. Missy's sister is an ER doctor. So I talked to her on the phone and like kind of told her all my symptoms and whatever. So I like had that peace of mind, but it turns out I go to the doctor and I've been dealing with this like weird stuff on my nipples for like, I think I have like nipple eczema. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. Yeah. This is like TMI, but we're just getting out there. So like I, it started when I was like running, mm-hmm. I thought it was like chafing from running and I've just had like irritated nipples for like two months now. And it kind of like comes in waves, comes and goes, blah, blah, blah. And, and, but then I got out of the shower the next day after I had the fever and my boob was like swollen and like hot to touch. And it was so bad. It's like, okay, I've got to go back to urgent care. I had chills. So I went back to urgent care and the doctor's looking at it and he's like, are you breastfeeding? And I'm like, (laughs) Oh my God. I'm like, no. And he's like, I think you have, it's like, mastitis or oh, mastitis. mastitis he's like wait that's insane because that happens to women that are breastfeeding yeah. he's like has anyone he's like i don't know how to ask you this but <laughs> has anyone, has anyone been, been, been sucking on your nipples and i'm like well doctor yes yes <laughs> uh, yes and he's like how often and i'm like I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, well, just like, you know, I'm like, have to tell him like whatever. But anyway, I have that. So I have mastitis. So I'm on antibiotics and stuff right now. But it was just weird timing with the IUD removal and all that. Yeah. I have no idea. It's so strange. It's so strange. Isn't it like a clogged duck, right? It's like, uh, it's an infection in your, like, I think, yeah, it can be a clogged duck, but like, it's like infection in your boob. Dude, I don't know how I'm getting it. That is, I need to Google this. No, I have no idea how I got it. I, it is painful. I had fever, chills, headaches. Like I, the last 48 hours of my life have been a mess. Like I was like having hallucinations because I had such a high fever. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. In non-breastfeeding women, mastitis often occurs when the breast becomes infected. This can be as a result of damage to the nipple, such as cracked or sore nipple or nipple piercing, which maybe though it could be like, maybe you were experiencing some chafing and eczema and then your nipple started being cracked. And then it got in. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this is, that's been fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is insane. Yeah. So that was my obsessed with is that I'm just like, what the hell is going on with my body this week? So that was, yeah. Okay, well. Good times. When it rains, it pours. When it rains, it pours. I was At least literally this like, has happened to you now while you're here and not in Europe, like wondering what the heck, going to like doctors that you can't like. Well, I'm just really hoping that I don't have any really bad, like I'm really hoping that my, you just don't know, but my transition off of hormonal birth control would be seamless. I mean, this sounds so shitty, but like 
you know how you feel when you have like clear skin, you feel good, you feel confident. Like, I don't really want to be wearing makeup when I'm in Europe. And like, and then if I'm dealing with acne and I've never had acne in my life, like it just kind of fucking sucks. Or like, God forbid I'm struggling with like depression or whatever. Like, I don't know. I really don't. I'm hoping it'll be a smooth transition. Um, and like, you don't know when these symptoms are going to come. That's why it's just like so scary and frustrating. Mm-hmm. And the the last thing I will say is I asked my doctor, even though I know, cause I've done all this research on my own. I was like, I've been on hormonal birth control for 10 years. Is there anything I should know as I'm going off of this or any side effects? He's like, no, you should be good. I'm like, looking at him like I'm no like, side effects I'm like none. there's nothing you want to tell me nothing you want to warn me about I'm like this it is so wild to me like this, it, I'm like fired up on like the discrepancy for like women's health care when it comes to like with, with this yeah it is f- fucked up like you're there's nothing you should tell me and let I've read two books talk spoken to like dozens and dozens of women did you ask your doctor like well i heard this could be a side effect like should i worry about that no because it's not like my i need to get like i'm trying i'm kind of thinking of doing like parsley or something i'm with kaiser yeah and i literally see a different doctor every time i go oh, i got it so it's not so like, like, have, like i don't a have a relationship it's just like and honestly i just wanted to get like in and out of there i had yeah. so much anxiety about getting this thing out but it was actually painless think well not painless but like it was uncomfortable yeah but nothing but not like when it's like to put it in yeah yeah okay well that's good well hopefully you'll have a smooth transition and i feel like if you weren't experiencing like you went on birth control because you were having sex right actively and you wanted to avoid getting pregnant Mm -hmm. so it's not like you went on it because of all these other symptoms you were having so like hopefully the transition will be smooth for you yeah and it's the last thing you have to worry about Except I did get two messages from friends who were like, I I was going to, I I went on off of birth control and was going to track my cycle and now I'm pregnant. <laughs> two friends that you know. So I'm going to, so I'm like, all right, well, going to just be extra careful. But and if yeah, not, I really don't. Nicholas could use some friends. Oh my God. You know, I think I need a little more of a stable partner in my life before I'm ready for that. <laughs> Wait, no. You remember when you were drunk, you're like, I feel like I could have a baby on my own. I know. I, think <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of could. Actually, like, I really could have a baby on my own right yeah. now. But yeah, I'm not ready for that. Okay, why am I saying that? Is there no. wood around me? Knock on wood. Thank you. I got you. Thank you. Okay, let's move on. What are you obsessed okay, with? Okay, so... Gosh, I feel like a lot of my obsessed with our reality TV base lately. Oh my gosh. Also update on my obsessed with last week. I'm a hypocrite because I went back and watched the Kardashians. Okay. And I actually did like it more. I still think it's fake as fuck. Like I think, but don't you think all the reality shows you watch are fake as fuck? Not as No, not as much as I think the Kardashians are. Interesting. Yeah. Um, But I, I did find it more entertaining. So there's that also a little update for you on that. A flashing light in our garage. <gasps> Tell us. The woman had n- never spoke to Steve or Steve's mom or anyone. She just happened to know. I am shook by this. I know. Isn't that insane? So Steve spoke to her and she's going to do a full reading for him with his dad. <gasps> when? I don't know. I mean, it has to be done this week. Isn't that crazy? And then okay, she said, he has like, to do to it be before honest, you guys leave. Yeah, she will. She's like, oh, yeah, we have to get it soon because I saw him at my table this morning. Wait, she she said she saw Steve's dad at her table. Yes, that's what she said. (sighs) Oh my God. Why does she have such a strong connection to Steve's dad? I don't know, because I guess she is 
experience he's there she's trying he's trying to communicate and like she's like the person who can communicate for him we okay so you have to make sure see you guys do this before you leave yeah i will whoa i know um okay so something else i'm obsessed with if you guys are watching summer house even if you're not i'll give you a little bit backstory but pretty much there's like this main couple kyle and amanda and they are getting married um in this week's episode of summer house but they hate each other. I'm pretty sure they hate each other. <laughs> if you watch this show, you're everyone, all of her friends, her parents, everyone's like, why are you marrying this guy? It's really, really bad. And I feel bad for him too, too in a way, because I feel like he can feel the animosity coming from her, you know, even though like he does a lot of things that are messed up. Obviously it takes two to hit tango, you know, but it just got me thinking about how many women and men feel probably like almost trapped in their relationships mm. and they just get married because they've almost like gone too far. Oh, I think, oh, I think so many, so many people and this couple specifically, like they're on this reality show together. There's all this pressure there, right? They also like work together. He started a business. She works for the business. And I kind of feel like she feels so invested in the business. Like she doesn't want to lose that too. Cause like pretty much like her whole life would change, you know? Yeah. And anyways, I'm just watching like this train wreck, like about to go down the aisle and it gives me anxiety watching it. And now like they're married, like we know they're married. And it's just so crazy to like see this entire summer. It's almost like Katie and Tom from Vanderpump Rules, which I know you don't watch, but the same exact thing. Everyone's like, why are these people getting married? They, they hate each other. And now they just got divorced. They just announced that they're separating. Um, so it's like so interesting to see. And I just feel like if you're in this position and wondering like, wait, do I actually want to marry this person? You shouldn't. You need to listen to that voice. Um, and oh, is she like mean to him? She's pretty mean to him. And is he? But he's like, he's, he's so annoying. They're just bad together. They're just bad together. He's like always wasted and like toxic and like has really poor communication. I feel like brings things up at the wrong time. But she seems like such a good friend and like is so open and vulnerable and like there for everyone else. And I don't feel like she gives her husband, her partner like that same grace. Interesting. Like I feel like there's just so much that has gone on in between them. I think they kind of just hate each other. Oh. That's what it feels like. I'll be interested to hear your thoughts if you're watching. Oof. But watching this, okay. I was like, damn, this probably happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's what I'm obsessed with. Um, and the product I'm obsessed with, I'm just going to go into it. Yeah. Is this Colt Gaia beach bag. I'm going to post it. I need to see it. I'm up. There's like five of them that I love. Do but you this, like it better than the Prada? Yes. 1000%. It is so chic. It is like, you need to drop us this link. I'm going to drop you guys the link. I got it on sale first at the shop op sale. First of all, it's like literally a third of the price of the Prada bag. And I just feel like walking into like a party or like to the beach with it, it just makes you feel like elevated and chic could hold all of your stuff. For me, like I could use it as a top handle, but it also fits around my shoulder too. It has like a bamboo handle. It's just so cute. I love it. It okay, just feels you, very elevated and it fits flat into your bag. So if you're traveling, mm -hmm. it's like a good travel bag. Okay. You have to show us because I just Googled it and there's so many options. There's so I many options. Which one yeah. it is. So I'll link it for you, but I Amazing. really, really love it. What product are you obsessed with? So I can finally say, I hope I haven't talked about this. I haven't. I don't think the aura ring. No. So at first when I got it, so I purchased it myself. I, I, it's funny. I, I would say I purchased like a lot of 
most things myself, Same. but people always ask and I'm like, yeah, purchased it. Of course. Like I bought, I, how I, much I, is I, it? Is it like 400? It's like 400. And at first I was like, I just really don't think this is worth it. I really don't. I'm obsessed with it now. I love it. Really? So I, because as the longer you wear it, it like gets to know you better. Okay. I don't think it, that a lot of people know what the aura ring is. So the aura ring is like a fitness tracker, but it looks like a gold band ring. Mm -hmm. So I got this. I mean, it's not going to have the exact same capabilities of like an Apple watch, but like the Apple watch just does not fit my aesthetic mm -hmm. and I'm not going to wear it. So I got the aura ring cause I can like stack it with my other, I like wear it with all my other rings and it looks like jewelry. Yeah. Anyway, I love, this is the things I love about it. Now that I'm not training for the half marathon, I really do love tracking my steps and like reaching my activity goal for the day. Mm -hmm. So 10 out of 10. And if I'm like sitting at my computer for a while, like send me a notification to my phone and be like, time to stretch your legs for a little bit. Mm, I like that. Also, it tracks your sleep, which is really interesting to me. And you can see like what your resting heart rate gets down to, which therefore tells you how well your body is recovered. And it was mm. so interesting to me to see, like even if I had one or two drinks, how shitty basically my sleep was because my heart rate was elevated. My body temperature was elevated. And I'm not recovering. So it just has really made me think about like the value I put on like my wellness over like, Oh, do I really want to have like three glasses of wine, two or three glasses of wine? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I am just like, <laughs> No, no, two, three, half a bottle. <laughs> anyway, I am just really loving it. I'm get, it just gets to know you better and better. Um, at the longer you wear it. So guys, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm converted. I will tell you, I think it's worth it. Okay. I want to get it. I really would like it to track my sleep because my sleep is messed up. And I want to know if there's like anything that I'm doing that I should be aware of, you know, probably, probably also Steve thinks I have sleep apnea and I want to know if I do wake up in the middle of the night and not realize it. You, you think you have sleep apnea? Yeah. I was supposed to get tested for it a while ago, but I never did. But Steve's I'd be curious to see how what kind of sleep you're running on because I've noticed like I need I need eight hours. No, nah, I'm not running on eight hours of sleep. I need eight hours of sleep. Interesting. Okay, I, I'm gonna get it. Get it. Uh, Do you want oh my sizing kit here? You should take oh my, my sizing gosh. kit. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Perfect. So I'd be can pissed order. if I got the wrong size. Oh my god, yeah, you or you have to order the sizing kit. They'll send you the sizing kit. Okay, I'll try it. Because it's not kit. sized like a normal ring. That's different. Okay, good to know. So anyway. Um all right. Okay, we're going to get into today's episode, guys. I'm so excited for this episode. So this came up because Steve and I always argue about this. Like he'd be like, let's take a shower, which is like sweet and like sexy. But I'm like, no, like I don't want to get my hair wet. <laughs> and that's the truth. Like I, I don't. Like, I'm sorry. I just blew out my hair. I had to shoot a bunch of campaigns tomorrow. Like I'm not trying to get my hair wet. And he's like, you don't, you don't have to get your hair wet. But like, no, like that's not mm -hmm. how, shower, how showers work. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Anyways. Then also we were arguing about this because I was saying something along the lines of like, oh, I want to go to the gym, but it, like, it's so annoying to sweat with your hair because if you just did it, then it totally messes up your hair. And I said something about this online and like, I got so many responses from women being like, yes, like, please, like, what do I do when I want to get sweaty? I want to work out, but I just did my hair and I don't want to mess it up. And I was explaining this to Steve and he's like that. I don't understand that. And I was like, yeah, you don't fucking get it. <sighs> Men just don't get it. There are so many things. There's so many things. Which but is what we're going to talk about. A whole episode on things men just don't freaking get. <laughs> some, some of them were brought to you by us. And a lot of them you submitted. And when we were reading through and we were like actually dying. Yeah. Should we do it? Let's do it. 
first, can I share one of mine? Yeah, of course. So this is something that a man will never get. And this is something I experienced last night. So, you know, I was at, I was at Century City getting some stuff for, um, stagecoach last okay. minute things. Okay. And I had that feeling where you're like, did I just get my fucking period? Dude, that happened to me today. Okay. And the, the panic the, that ensues when you are in public, sheer you panic, a, you don't have anything, you don't have anything with you, you don't have a tampon with you. And you're like, I, am I bleeding through my pants? So I'm literally like going to the full length mirrors and like looking to yep. see if I bled through my pants. Like they, they will just never understand the, f- the, the panic the, that goes, the panic that ensues 1000%. Oh, it's oh gosh. Every woman knows that feeling. Uh, everyone where you're like, I just got my period. <laughs> yeah. Thank so, God I didn't bleed through. Sometimes that happens to me all the time and it, there's nothing there. And me I'm too. like, what just happened? I know. I just like pee myself a little bit. Maybe you're ovulating. Maybe I'm ovulating. Maybe it's like, I don't know. I don't know. But it's the worst feeling. It is. Oh. Okay. One thing that we got that was really popular was men just don't get how to plan a wedding. I think this is so relevant because first of all, there's more weddings in 2022 and 2022. 2023 than in the history of weddings per year, which is so crazy. I Whoa. think because of the pandemic, things just got like pushed back. So many people are getting married and like, let's be honest, in most heterosexual relationships, the female plans 90% of the wedding. Yeah. And it's so funny because men just don't get flowers. They don't get like certain table arrangements and not all men, but like a lot of men just don't get it. They think like this beautiful party just happens. Yeah. But like, okay, see, this is the thing. They like it that when they get there, they're like, oh my God, it's amazing. Are you kidding me? Steve like talks about our wedding all the time. But then, but I'm like, but, but it doesn't click for them. That, that someone that had to do all this. You have to do it. Yeah. But then I'm like, do they actually care? Like if that stuff wasn't there, would they even care? Like would they notice? Yeah. You know what? When Steve talks about our wedding, first of all, he like is always like, oh, Christina did such a great job planning the wedding. So at least he doesn't try and take credit for it. Um, (laughs) But he never will be like, oh my, I don't think he would be like, wow, the table arrangements were fantastic. (laughs) Right. Right. But I loved our flower arrangements. You know what I mean? Like they're one of my favorite parts, but I don't think he notices that. And obviously every man's different, but I don't think a lot of people, a lot of guys notice that Like I just don't think that they would, they even clock it i don't think they clock it i don't think they realize that like oh you need to get addresses from all of your guests you have to like order invitations like you have to do seating like there's all these things that like a lot of men just don't get that goes into it i barely get it so it's a lot it's a lot another one was how to multitask dude (laughs) but actually eve uh, from our episode um our fl- fair play episode fair play episode she said that it is an actually she talked to a brain doctor i don't think that's the correct term but that's what we're going with at like harvard or stanford or something again just read the book don't take what i'm saying right now he's like there's no scientific evidence that backs this it is literally i don't know who has created this rumor but women then are just like, oh, I'm better at multitasking, so I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are men actually not, or are they just trained and conditioned not to be? Dude, I don't know. I don't know, but I see both sides of it. I, I, I feel like they are kind of trained and conditioned not to be, but still, I'm like, how do? How am I able to do so many things at the same time that you can't? You could only do one at a time. I don't know. 
I don't know. I, this is crazy. This is kind of crazy to be going through these because I'm not around men that much anymore. So I feel like very disconnected from it. I'm, I'm really at peace because <laughs> I don't have to deal with this shit. Oh, did you have to in your last relationship? Oh or? my God. Yeah. That, no wonder I was so fucking angry all the time. <laughs> yeah. I was dealing with all this day in and day out. I would be much more fired up if we were recording this like three years ago, but I'm like, I'm at peace right now because I'm not around this stuff anyway. Like this one, like that if socks have holes in them, they have to be thrown <laughs> out and that you need to wear clean socks every single day. <laughs> they just killed me because this girl is probably telling like her boyfriend or her husband, like, why are you wearing the same socks? Like we have like a million pairs of socks. But like, yeah, what would, I wonder what would go through, uh, goes through a man's brain who he sees socks with a hole in it and thinks that's the pair I'm going to wear. <laughs> like I think they don't care. I think they don't like things that big of a deal unless like their toes poking through and it's cutting off circulation or something like that. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. But maybe if it's like somewhere that it doesn't bother them, they're like, yeah, that's fine. No one's going to see it. Oh, I wish you guys could see my face. Um, uh, men just don't get, I mean, this is a whole thing, how much work it is to keep a household running again, back to our fair play episode, mm -hmm. which, Ladies, if you're listening and you have not listened to that episode, go back and listen and also buy the book for you and your partner and read Fair Play. Definitely. Absolutely. Because that can help with that one. Men just don't get urgency. <laughs> I was joking about this with my dad because he is, we, there are so many instances where I cannot fathom we were in Mexico over Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember the, <laughs> the time it took for him to pay the bill finish whatever he was doing i don't even know get up from the table and leave i couldn't believe it. i i was i was dumbfounded mm -hmm. i was shocked by how much time it took and i was like are you okay like i was actually concerned for him like there's no urgency there whatsoever but honestly that one i kind of think that like it's kind of must be nice for them Okay. So Steve and I argue about this a lot of times. Cause I'm like, I'm like, you literally have no urgency. Like, come on. And he's like, you need to chill. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and I think there's like a little, we need to meet in the middle. I think we need to, I think most people need to meet in the middle. Cause yeah. I think there's a lot of things where like, why would we create stress where there doesn't need to be stress? Exactly. Like my dad was like, I'm on vacation. Why do I need to pay? Why do I need to be in a rush? And I'm yeah. like, I don't know, but you're pissing me off. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. That feeling is so relatable. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Men just don't understand our overpacking. Yeah. A hundred percent. I need, if I'm going on a three day vacation, I have to bring six pairs of shoes. Yes. Maybe even more because that's only a day shoe and a night shoe and not even taking into effect in, into taking into account backups. Okay. My problem. Okay. So when I went to Miami, Yes. I literally bought like 10 pairs of shoes. I wore three, one night, one, one sneaker, one, one beach. But weren't one. you glad you had the option? It was fine. But honestly, I didn't even like take them out of the closet to try them on. Oh, all right. So I was like, oh, interesting, interesting. I bet you, like we said, terrible packers. But yeah, I will still always overpack. So they just don't get in. Men do not understand that pot lids are dishes too <laughs> and need to be washed. That one made me laugh. That pot lids are dishes too. So, I mean, he's washing the pot and then just leaving the pot lid. That's like what got spaghetti sauce and crusted like steam to on it. And like, yeah, I don't know. See, this is where I think, this is where I think that 
oh, there's, we can get into this. We can really get, but this is where I think that like, because obviously most men were raised, let's say, let's say by women who just do everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they're, that they just weren't like not giving the opportunity to learn how to do this stuff. And now they just are like walking around as grown ass men incompetent. And that's why it's like, we have to literally teach them. And I think there has to be like a little bit of time where it might drive you nuts to let them figure this shit out. Probably. But in the long run, it will be better. All no, I know like, is that Nicholas will know. Nicholas will know. lids need to be washed. Also, tell, this is one thing my ex-boyfriend would do that would drive me mad. What? He would get out of the shower. And I, I either have a hook that I hang my towel on or I fold it once in half and hang it on the towel rack so it can dry. Right. He would do a fourfold sort of situation. Mm. Fold it in half and half again and then hang it on the rack. And I'm like, do you like showering with a damp mildewy towel? If so... Okay, <laughs> good for you. But if not, there is a different way to do where it. the towel will dry. Like I don't, I, I, I don't get it. That's so funny. God. Okay. Okay. Men do not understand women's obsession with reality TV shows. Well, I don't think all women are obsessed with reality TV. Yeah, I don't really get that upset. I mean. But I do think men, women do watch more reality TV than men. Yeah, I do. I do think I, I want. Uh, yeah, women t- definitely watch more than men. Um, Although there's probably a lot of men out there watching porn, Pawn Stars and Porn Stars. <laughs> That's true. Pawn Stars Pawn and stars. like some of those Nat Geo shows. But yeah, I mean, I think I think. OK, I have to say I got my ex into love Island big time. I think once they're into it, they get into it, mm-hmm. but they won't do it on their own. Yeah. Or maybe they're just not watching the shows that we're watching. Yeah. And that's why we think that they just don't like getting into it. Yeah. They, they need to get it. They need to get it. They need to get it. Men just don't get the number of pillows on the bed. This is actually, I, I've had, I, I it baffles my mind that a grown man could be okay with one pillow <laughs> one, on a, on a king or queen bed one what part of their brain thinks that that's appropriate how many pillows do you have on your bed i have four and then a body and then a little like throw a pillow. Lumbar pillow a lumbar pillow yeah so five how many pillows do you have six three on each side yeah oh interesting how yeah. many do you sleep with in the bed two Oh, you sleep doubled up. Yeah. So then we just take one off. Okay. Yeah. See, I just sleep with two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I take two out and sleep with the two. But I, I need the two. Yeah. Of course. Absolutely. And it just looks complete. makes the bed look complete. Men do not understand sunscreen. Okay. This is really interesting because Steve and I always argue about sunscreen. And I'm like, Steve, you need to wear sunscreen. He's like, no, I hate sunscreen. I'm not wearing sunscreen. Has he ever gone sun? No, I've seen him looking like a fucking lobster. Yes. And he'd be like, it's crazy. I got burned. <laughs> I'm like, you're the most annoying person I've ever met in my entire life. Why don't you wear sunscreen? He's like, I don't like sunscreen. I don't like it. It makes me feel oily. It makes me break out. I don't want to wear sunscreen. And then he'll be like, I have that Neapolitan blood. I just tan. <laughs> but then he gets burnt every single time he's out in the sun. And he's like, you know, he is, has a darker complexion. So he's not getting like second degree burns from the sun. Do you know what I mean? He but doesn't he, wear sunscreen on his face. No, he needs to wear sunscreen. 
Get but he doesn't get super burnt. So I guess like that's why. But it's just funny because that's something that we argue about. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, this poor woman is having the exact same conversation as me. That's so interesting. And then sometimes I'm like, why am I acting like you're a fucking mom telling you need to wear sunscreen? Like, that's annoying. If he doesn't want to wear sunscreen, then okay. Okay. He can. Like, that's ridiculous that I'm like asking you to wear sunscreen. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you think about the conversation, like if you were him or if you were overhearing the conversation, baby, you need to wear sunscreen. Like, that's annoying. I don't think you need to put it that you're, I don't need, think you need to put it on yourself that you're annoying, but just don't even, you've had the conversation, you know what it is. It's not going to change. So just let him live, let him live, let, let him get, a let him get burned. Yeah. And he can complain about that. And then you can say, well, you could have worn sunscreen. Sorry. I only brought aloe for one. <laughs> Wait, you only brought what? Oh, aloe. I'm, for some reason, that I literally just did not understand. I thought it was in aloe yoga. I was like, what? Aloe vera. Aloe Got vera. it. Got it. Okay. Men just don't understand that they need to clean the sink after they shave. Ugh. The little stubbly stubbles in the sink. Yeah, it's annoying. Just give it a little swish. Yeah. It doesn't take long, guys. Men just don't get how much it costs to maintain our beauty, hair, makeup, waxing, etc. Yeah, they really don't. I've seen some TikToks where a girl told her boyfriend how much it costs to get her hair done. And he was like, $400? Yeah. How much? I think most men would be shocked by the amount that women spend to get their hair done. Sh hair done. I mean, let's just go run and do a little hair done, eyebrows, laser, uh, waxing, whatever you You're do. You're getting like facials and stuff. And then let alone like nails. skincare, makeup, nails. Yeah. Yeah. Which obviously it's our choice that we do these things, mm -hmm. but it's so fucking expensive. They, they slap, they don't even slap sunscreen on their face. <laughs> exactly. What are they doing? Literally a little dove soap and, a little even, dove and soap. water and that's it. Damn. Honestly, and they're aging like amazing. I know it's so fucked up. Are we like we might we might be doing we we might you know just what I'm saying being marketed to and falling for things that we don't we need. are I yeah. think we are oh hundred percent we're being marketed we yeah. are the money makers one thousand percent yeah which is a whole other conversation that I can't quite wrap my brain around by women doing all of this okay men just don't understand how much harder it is for women to lose weight. I wonder if that's scientifically proven. I wonder that too. Actually, I heard another podcast episode. Oh, I can't remember. But it's basically how like a lot of weight loss, whatever programs, whatever, whether it's training, whatever you're doing workouts, they're not meant for women's bodies and our hormones mm -hmm. because in different points of our cycle, we may need like different things and how basically there just hasn't been, there's like not enough research and stuff, but how it is like how women need to lose weight is very different than how men need to lose weight. I think that's interesting. I also, I mean, I, I'm just making this up, but my own personal thought is like a lot of women's workouts are like targeted to women, like doing cardio and like burning calories right. in that sense versus like a lot of men's workouts are targeted towards like building muscle and like the more muscle you have, like the more fat you burn. And I mm -hmm. wonder if like there, that makes a difference too. Like if men just overall have more muscle on them, which in turn is like burning more fat mm -hmm. when women are doing like cardio sessions for like an hour, do you know what I mean? And they're not building that muscle. Right. 
I wonder if that has something to do with it too. But it is interesting too, because like, I mean, sometimes let's say like a, a, a husband and wife start doing like eating the same thing, whatever the man usually will like drop weight, like n- nobody's business. I know. And it's like, what the hell? So annoying. You're eating the same thing. Yeah. So in that part, it's probably, it has like the a lot to do with sim- hormones though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah. But that's fucked up. Okay. Men just don't understand that little gestures matter the most. Do you feel like that? I think that, yeah, but I think, I think that one's more of like a case by case. I think that that's like a bigger question of like really understanding like what your partner wants wants and needs. needs. Yeah. I and agree. just willing to work on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like a little, ge- like I remember like if the smallest thing, just like even like a, Hey, thinking about you text. Whoa. I would go back and reread it 20 times. I'd be like, Oh my God. Like doesn't need to be these huge grand things, but just like tiny little things or even like my ex really was weird. If we were at a party or something, he would never be near me. But like one time he did like put his arm on me at the party and I about shot out of my shoes because I could not believe I was like, I, I still think about it to this day. I'm like, Whoa like putting an arm on you. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's like the little thing. It's the little things. Yeah. Men just do not understand how to make plans. I think I messed up our list, Christina, but I wanted to read this one. Okay. How to make plans. This one as a single woman dating <laughs> really gets me fired up. The, I, 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 I actually am concerned and I'm not saying all men, but I am concerned for the general straight male population with their lack of ability to make a plan. Like, and I don't, I I would really love to know why we need to talk to Steve about this on the ask Steve episode, because like I said, we argue about this a lot where I was always like you, I feel like he doesn't make enough plans and he'll be like, no, you don't let me make plans. Okay, that's a whole different thing. That's though. a whole okay, right? That's different. Yes, but I think we should talk about that. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, like, for me, like, I literally will be like, okay, tell me, and and I've dated guys who have literally given me like three eight date options, and I'm like, whoa, this man's my husband. It didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But other guys are like, I'll be like, okay, tell me, you know, when and where, and then they just can't, like, they they can't do it. It's so crazy to me, and they can't. Fu- I, I, I'm actually concerned for them. And maybe because, because they just don't want to, there's a lack of interest. I don't really know, but I think across the board, men struggle to make plans. Yes. I, my brother's dating again now. I wonder how he is. We got to talk to Alexander. Maybe we got to talk to him about him. Maybe we should have Alexander on the podcast. <laughs> He'd be like, absolutely not. Okay. Men just don't get a mother's anxiety about her kid. Okay. So this is really interesting for me because growing up, I always remember my mom would have sleepless nights. Like she was the one who worried for both her and my dad. And do you think your dad was just over there sleeping sound? Yes. Like, like my dad's like, okay, my kids are in college. Like if they didn't oh, call your mom was having sleepless nights while you were in college. I don't think she slept for the entire like four years <laughs> I was in college. One th- she's like, Christina didn't call me to tell me like Christina's going out for the night. Like I, I can't sleep until I hear from her in the morning. Literally that's how my mom is. One 
thousand percent. I feel bad. Me, dude, me too. And also like, she did have reason to worry. I was, I was going to say, crazy. I was going to say, uh, while you were studying abroad, I hope that woman got at least a couple minutes of sleep. Oh, she probably did because of the time difference. She was like, oh, Christina is fine. Oh, She's thank the day. God. No, but it's interesting because I kind of feel like Steve and I almost have like opposite gender roles sometimes. Like Steve like is more of a worrier than I am. Interesting. Like Steve, Steve literally be like, I put Nicholas down like 40 minutes ago. He still hasn't moved. Do you think I should go check on him? And I'm like, no, he's sleeping. Like leave him alone. <laughs> and he'll literally keep refreshing the camera to see if he moved. Oh. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that shit. It's ridiculous. So in my relationship, at least I feel like Steve is going to be the one. I mean, maybe it'll be different when we're like, when Nicholas is older, obviously, but that'll be interesting when he gets older how that how that plays out yeah interesting um (laughs) this one was really funny to me men just don't understand that we need a coffee table (laughs) this literally had me dying you poor poor soul who's trying to convince and explain to your husband or your partner that you need a coffee table like I can just picture and be like, oh, we don't need, why do we need it? Why do we need that? It's going to take up more space. We have to walk around it. <laughs> we have to walk around it. Oh, okay. Should we get into ask away? Yes, let's do it. All right. Needing some advice. How do we go about changing sizes in all clothes? I have been a US 16 for years. One year I got down to a 14, not really trying. Now I'm a solid 18 trying to be okay with it. I don't feel a lot of hate towards going up a size, but when certain situations come about, it makes me feel some type of way. I still like my body no matter the size most days, but it's the mental, physical, emotional part of it sometimes that gets me. Is there something I can tell myself to remind myself it's okay to be a different size? Should I go on a shopping spree? Any advice is helpful. I think you should absolutely go on a shopping spree. I don't think you need to spend a ton of money, but I think you need to go and find like a f- a several outfits that you feel comfortable in, like a good pair of pants, like a good going out outfit, a good dress. Because I think that having clothing in your size that you can throw on, that you can look in the mirror and feel confident will honestly make you feel so much better about your size. Size is really just a number. It's like you have to detach from like this number because listen, it really is a load of BS. I could be a size 12. I just bought a size 10 skirt the other day. I could not believe it. I haven't worn a size 10 in years and years and years. And then another pair of jeans, I had to go up to a 16. Mm -hmm. So I'm like the same day I got a size 10 and a size 16. So you have to 100% like, it's like, it's like I, I can I just talk, talk to women about this so much. And I'm like, you have to let it go 1, because it is, you are putting importance on a variable that is so out of your control. That literally means nothing. And it, it, and it's, it's, it's so stupid. So once you let go of that and you're actually in clothes that fit your body, you're going to feel so much better and you're going to look so much better because your clothes are going to fit you. Definitely. So, and because of that, you will just have a better time anywhere you're going. Yes. That energy is going to come through. So hundred percent go on a shopping spree. And I feel like once you take the plunge of like, okay, I'm going to buy an 18 and you see how you feel, how confident you feel and how good you feel in it. 
you'll be like, yeah, why was I like trying to get into the 12 or 14 or whatever? 1000%. So in size is nothing to be embarrassed about or ashamed about. Nothing. No one cares. No one. Literally no one knows. No one knows what size it is. No one cares. No one knows. Yeah. All right, guys. Love ya. Love ya. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag us.